If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. If you like your private health insurance plan, you can keep your plan, period. If you are among the hundreds of millions of Americans who already have health insurance through your job, or Medicare, or Medicaid, or the VA, nothing in this plan will require you or your employer to change the coverage of the doctor you have. We have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Find out what is in it. This is America's Healthcare Challenge on the Mighty 1290 Coil, the Mighty1290Coil.com, and the Mighty 1290 Coil mobile app. America's Healthcare Challenge is produced and sponsored by E.D. Bellis. Now, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Welcome to America's Healthcare Challenge. Hope it's going well for you because it is for me. I'm so glad to be here once again this week on the first and most listened to radio program on healthcare reform. America's Healthcare Challenge coming soon to a city near you check out our facebook page.com slash america's healthcare challenges take a look at some of the news this week we're going to take an in-depth look at icd-10 this week because there was a date that happened this uh october 1st many people uh, were concerned about that in the provider community we'll be talking about that next segment we're going to take a look here first of all at a pro uh, a part of the law the affordable care act focus of this program as well as the changes that it is causing to the insurance and healthcare industries. One of the things that when they put the law together that many people were uh, on both sides actually in agreement was with was the um, Cadillac tax. And now we're starting to find that this thing might not be as good of a deal as they had originally thought. Two substan- subst- substantive sides to debate over this uh, law and they just uh, released a survey here on the uh, Kaiser Family Foundation this week. Percentage of employers offering health benefits that could be affected by the Cadillac tax 2018 when it officially starts, 26% uh, of businesses will be affected by this in 2023, 30%, and by 2028, 42% will be impacted by this uh, pay-for in the Affordable Care Act. Remember, there were 19 different taxes in the law as they put it together in order for them to be able to finance it. And when they put it through, we were told that it was going to actually reduce the deficit. The jury still remains hung on that issue. Next up, something, another thing I've been talking in depth uh, with our contributors in the insurance industry here on America's Healthcare Challenge, which is Risk corridor claims by insurers far exceed contributions. Well, what exactly does that mean? We've been talking about the three R's in the Affordable Care Act and how the government is planning to or is currently financing insurance companies for those folks that go onto the exchange, especially because many of them did not have insurance before and are therefore not healthy and cost more. And on October 1st, earlier this week, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services announced a total collections and payouts under this BRICS Corridor Premium Stabilization Program. Again, the government pays insurance companies uh, in the Affordable Care Act to uh, cover some of these costs uh, for high-cost individuals. Anyways, they announced that they have submitted $2.87 billion in risk corridor claims for 2014 last year. Uh, however, uh, there's 362 million that they actually owe that they have to pay in 
Well, so I guess I'm trying to say is that there's quite the shortfall there already, and this is something that's setting up for 2017, two years ago, two years from now. Are we going to be able to finance this long-term, number one? Number two, could this potentially lead to, I hate to say it, folks, a bailout potentially if um, the, the funds aren't, aren't there and we can't do anything to uh, continue to curb the, the cost of health care. First of all, we don't even need to curb the cost. We need to completely turn it the other way and lower. Uh, the. We can't even afford to uh, continue to let it bend it, at a best. Like It has to be cut down. Next up, a Clintonian misdirection on drug prices. One of the things that the uh, Democratic Party has always been in favor of, they were still in favor of this when I worked out there, was they believe that the uh, Department of Health and Human Services should negotiate drug prices uh, for like uh, Medicare and for for example and I can see where they're coming from because Medicare is a huge um, payer in the system and they have uh, lots of uh, juice if you will because they pay so much um, to all of these industries however um, I don't know if I necessarily want the people in government making the negotiations because it seems like uh, they're going to get owned uh, because they seem to get owned in everything else that they negotiate. And so Republicans are of the position that they should let the marketplace decide. One thing that we are seeing is that drug prices are going completely up, as are the profits for the pharmaceutical industry. And so this issue, I check out. I would encourage you to check out this uh, uh, article on the Wall Street Journal to read more about uh, uh, that particular thing. Uh, next to last, we have uh, Bernie Sanders. Um, I saw a hilarious uh, T-shirt uh, this week because uh, Back to the Future's trilogy is one of my favorites out there, and um, in Back to the Future 2, which is my least favorite of the three, but anyways, they go to October 21st, 2015 in Back to the Future 2. That's like where they go in the, the DeLorean or whatever, the, the car that they use, and I saw a T-shirt that said Bernie for the future with like the Back to the Future logo. I thought it was pretty funny. But Bernie Sanders uh, this week came out uh, this week saying in, that he is in favor of uh, providing these uh, health care benefits to illegal immigrants. So that is something that uh, we're, we're probably not going to go there this week. But that did make some big news. And that is something that obviously is uh, going to need to become part of the discussion I think uh, this issue of immigration problems is happening worldwide. I don't think that we're the only ones out there, uh, but it begs the question of how uh, can our country or any country else out there simply finance uh, these benefits uh, for people that uh, are essentially just coming there uh, without playing by the rules, and it's something that um, needs to have an adult conversation. Coming up next segment, we've got Alan Hager, our guest co-host. You've heard him here in the hot seat. While I am out of town, he's going to be talking about ICD-10, his thoughts on the industry, and much, much more. You're listening to America's Healthcare Challenge. Hey, by the way, um, I've got a blog out there. It's called healthreformexplained.com. It's, it's pretty good. I've got the, la the latest post... Uh, is my shout-out to Kevin Bacon, one of uh, his underrated films, The Air Up There. We're talking about uh, the Affordable Care Act information report, and you'll have to read my thoughts uh, 
uh, on that movie and uh, what employers need to be doing to prepare themselves. And we'll have more on that at the bottom of the hour. This is America's Healthcare Challenge online again at healthreformexplained.com. And we'll be back right after this.